2: hobby of mine. Well, well, actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes.
1: Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time
3: now for... $90. Leave the
4: gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting.
3: Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents the best in classic radio. This time, it's part two of My Friend Irma, starring Marie Wilson from 1948. Then, it is later than you think on Lights Out from 1942. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lisa Wolf. What's up, Lisa? What's up,
5: Carl? Hey, what's happening in Hollywood? Well, I have a new book that I think that you might like to read. I can't read. Well, that's why this is perfect for you.
3: Is it Braille, or is it It's a a picture book. Oh, it's a picture book. See?
5: It's your style. The Beatles' All You Need Is Love is set to become a children's picture book.
3: Oh, perfect. Right Right at my level. That's what I was
5: suggesting. So, the children's book will add pictures to the words of the Beatles, So, and I'm sitting here thinking, I can think of no other line from that other than all you need is love love is all you need
3: right
0: what,
5: what are that's the all, other that's lyrics
3: that's all it is That's it's a, it's just on and on and on all and on love, yeah.
5: love, is, all love you need. is
3: all you need love is all you need love is all you need
5: so anyways um, it is Simon and Schuster will be the publisher yep and it will begin with all you need is love this will be a series there will be another book
3: in the series Look, 70 plus years later they're still figuring out ways to make money on the Beatles
5: well what's what's great is 70 plus years later the Beatles are still important in our yeah. society they sure are. And significant yeah um, so you know many parents expose their kids into the world of classic rock through music now they can do it through children's books
3: all right so Very this cool. is exciting'll
5: be released in January
3: nice yes all right thanks Lisa all right. all right well last time we began listening to my friend Irma starring Marie Wilson we have a broadcast now going back to June 7th 1948 part two of Coney Island on my friend Irma.
6: Yes, just a minute.
4: Here, Al, it's for you. They frame me. I gotta think fast. Get an alibi.
6: No, Al, he says he's a friend. Oh.
4: Hello, friend. What's on your mind? You got a guy who wants to invest in my deals? Charlie, are you sure he's all right? Oh, he just twitches a little. <laughs> well, in that case, don't send him here. We'll go down and see him. Thanks, Charlie. If anything develops, we'll cut you in. Goodbye. Chicken we will have to cancel our beach trip. Someone wants to put dough in my latest deal.
7: Oh, well, you and your deal. Yeah,
4: but this one may be the turning point in my life. Enable me to marry you. Marry me? Yeah, and let's face it, chicken. Money is very important in the early years of our marriage. Because the children can't collect unemployment insurance until they're sixteen. <laughs> so we'll be talking with you, chicken. Goodbye. <laughs>
7: up, too. But now we can't go to Coney
2: Island. Who says you can?
7: But you're taking Miss O'Reilly.
2: That's the point. When you take somebody like Mrs. O'Reilly, you've got to have an antidote. (laughs) (laughs) My arm girls, Coney Island, here we come.
6: You know, they call New York City the melting pot. I don't know that it's true all year round, but in the summer, if you want to melt, believe me, there's no place like New York. Of course, if you want relief, there's always Coney Island. And it is relief, because after a day at Coney Island, you can't wait till you get back to New York. Oh, frankly, I don't know why we came here. Coney Island has turned out to be a nothing. A crowded nothing. Irma, because Al didn't come along, is utterly miserable. She hasn't stopped eating since we got here. (laughs) She always eats like that when Alice stood her up. She says it helps fill the emptiness inside her. (laughs) As for me, without Richard, I'm completely bored. There's only one person seems to be enjoying himself, and that's Professor Kropotkin. You know why? He's burying Mrs. O'Reilly in the sand. (laughs) He keeps saying...
0: Can you still breathe?
6: (laughs) And when Mrs. O'Reilly says... Yes,
2: Professor?
6: He says...
2: Got to get more
6: sand.
7: (laughs) Irma is still moping. Jane. What is it, sweetie? You know, sometimes I wish there was no such thing as men. Wish there was something else.
6: (laughs) What would you like them to be?
7: Oh, anything. Canary birds, dogs... No, that wouldn't be any good. We'd be spending all our time in pet shops. Yeah. (laughs)
6: And it'd be such trouble to find a husband who was housebroken. (laughs) Look, honey, forget about Al disappointing you. We're on the beach. We came here to enjoy
7: ourselves. Let's be gay. (laughs)
0: Lack. Oh.
7: Irma, that's hardly a laugh. Well, I can't help it, Jane. My heart's not in it. Why not, honey? A man just sat on our lunch.
6: Well, <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's all we needed. Girls,
2: are you very busy?
6: No, Professor. What do you want?
2: Could you please help me find Mrs. O'Reilly?
6: <laughs> oh, Professor, don't you remember where you buried her?
2: Well, I put the paper plate over the spot, but the wind blew it away.
7: <laughs> oh, here comes Miss O'Reilly.
2: Hello, girls.
7: Oh, there you
2: are, Professor Mrs. O'Reilly, where have you been?
7: Oh, I was up on the boardwalk Professor, I've entered our names in the personality contest
2: You and me? Your name and my
7: name? Yes, do you think we'll have a chance to win?
4: No, but we could set a good example of what would happen if Cupid ever starts using poison darts
7: Oh, hush your spoofing Come on, Professor, walk me to the bathhouse. I want to change into me other bathing suit.
6: You have another
7: suit with you, Mrs. O'Reilly? Oh, yes. I understand that a girl's figure plays a very important part in these contests. So I think I'd better wear the bathing suit that leaves my knees exposed.
0: <laughs> Come on, Professor.
7: We'll see you later, girls. Oh, oh Jane... Everybody's getting in a personality contest but me
6: Yeah Well, I'm not in it either, honey We just happen to be stranded
7: without our men I feel terrible Yeah Where are you going, sweetie? Oh, I think I'll take a swim They say an ocean voyage makes you forget (laughs) Well, Irma, don't go out too far Remember, you've just eaten, you might get a cramp All right, Jane, I'll be
6: careful Why don't you take a swim with me? No, thanks, honey This bathing suit dissolves in water (laughs) No, I'll just sit here and amuse myself. Have fun. I will. Goodbye. Pardon me, miss. Yes? I just realized I've been sitting
3: on your lunch.
6: Oh, well, that's all right. You don't have to look so terrified.
3: But I am. A lot of that stuff isn't on my diet.
6: (laughs) What? (laughs) Goodbye now. Well, I will be... Hiya, Jane. Well, Al... Well, Al, what are you doing here? I thought you were tied up on business.
4: Was, but the deal fell through. As could be expected. Yeah, but this one seemed like such a natural. It's a device for guys who don't want to break their promise to their wives when they've told them they're going on the wagon. What is it? It's a bar on a wagon. (laughs) But the guy didn't go for it, so let's forget it. Jane, uh, where's Chicken?
6: Oh, she's in the water, Al. Last time I saw her, she was right over... Al, look at that crowd. The lifeguard's bringing someone in.
4: So what? Good-looking lifeguard? Some dame probably hollered for help.
6: Al, it's Irma.
4: Irma? Oh, wait a minute. She can swim. Yeah,
6: but, Al, accidents can happen to the best swimmers. Come on, let's help her. She looks
4: like she don't need no help. Look at the way she's got her arms around his shoulders.
6: Oh, Al, don't be narrow. So he's carrying her. What do you want her to do when she's drowning? Carry
7: him?
4: Well, I don't like it, Jane, and I'm going to let her know it.
7: Oh, hello, Jane. Oh, Al, gee, I'm so glad to see you. you see? I almost drowned.
4: Yeah. Fun, wasn't it?
0: (laughs) What do you
7: mean, Al? Look,
4: chicken, I saw the way you were hugging that lifeguard when he was carrying you.
7: Well, I wasn't hugging him. I was practically unconscious. In fact, that's what the, li- the lifeguard told me all the way in. He kept saying, where do you want me to take you, unconscious?
0: <laughs>
4: Just because you, were th- you thought I was disappointing you for the personality contest didn't give you the right to carry on with some other guy. Well, now you've got the right, because I'm stepping out of the picture. Goodbye, Matter Harry. <laughs>
7: Please, Jane, don't let him go.
6: Please go after him. Don't let him go. Oh, don't worry about him, honey. Give him a chance to cool off. I don't want him to cool off. Sun's going down. I'm getting chilly. <laughs> him, Jane, please. Oh, honey, all right. If you're going to get hysterical, I suppose I'll have to go after him. Al? 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 Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to talk to please, you. Please, Jane, I've made up my mind. Look, Al, Al, Irma wants you to come back. Frankly, if I were Irma, I'd not only give you railroad fare, I'd carry your bags to the station. But Irma loves you, and I'm not going to see you hurt her because I love Irma. Oh,
4: I don't want to hurt chicken. Oh, you don't want to hurt her.
6: (laughs) Do you realize what that girl goes through every time you quarrel with her? Do you realize what I go through? Well, let me tell you. Remember last October when you made a date with another girl? Yeah. Well, she tried to kill herself by gas. She turned on the stove, and she sat in front of it for six hours before she remembered it was electric. (laughs) And then, so it wouldn't be a total loss, she baked a cake. (laughs) Almost killed all of us. (laughs) Al, I have only one life to give to my country, but to me, you're not, Uncle Sam. You mean I really affect chicken that much? Yes, you do. And if you're half a man, you'll enter the personality contest with her so she can have a little fun. Come on. What do you say, Al?
4: Sure, Jane. Don't want to worry my future wife and have her hair turn prematurely gray. She'll have a tough enough time getting a job as it is. (laughs) You want a hot dog, Jane? They look pretty good. No, thanks, Al. Yeah, well, tell Chicken I'll meet her here on the boardwalk for the contest. Got to make a call.
6: Who are you calling, Al?
4: Who else but... Hello, Joe? Al, got a problem? That's enough for me. Goodbye, Al. Say, Joe, I'm at Coney Island, going to enter a personality contest with Irma. What do you suggest? Uh Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm. Forget the personality contest and go over to the shooting gallery if I want to clean up? But, Joe, there's no money in knocking over clay pigeons. Oh, you don't mean clay pigeons, the manager is loaded. No, Joe, may be mistaken, but think managers are out of season. We'll enter the contest despite your advice. Goodbye, noble friend.
6: Well, we're all on the boardwalk and the personality contest has just begun. There go Al and Irma. I must say that Irma looks adorable. She's arm in arm with Al and they're doing a funny little dance step. I won't say it's not graceful. I'll only say that one look at it and Arthur Murray had burned down his studios. (laughs) He smiling broadly and strutting with his chest out. He couldn't be any happier if he had a written guarantee that he wouldn't get a job for the next 20 years. <laughs> you know, I think she's going to win.
2: I'm sure she is. Richard! Oh, Jane, I've been looking all over for you. I tried to get here in time for the contest, but I guess I'm too late.
6: Richard, would would you have entered this contest?
2: With you? Anytime.
6: Oh, Richard, imagine the two of us standing here in the sun with the temperature 140.
2: It's not 140.
6: Oh, it is when you talk that way. Look, Richard. Look, Alan Irma have won the
7: contest. Look. So they have. Jane. Jane, look at this wonderful cup I won. Oh, congratulations, honey. Thanks, but personally, I don't think it's fair. Why not? Well, Al won the contest with me, and if I won a cup, the least they could have done was give him the saucer.
6: Well, the contest is over But it's still Too hot to breathe So when we got home I said You know, honey Let's go to a movie They're air conditioned Oh, well, what's playing, Jane? Oh, there are lots Of good pictures The, um the Fuller Brush Man So Evil, My Love The Great Waltz Which one would you like to see? Gone with the Wind <laughs> Gone with the Wind? Irma, you've seen that picture Eighteen times In the past ten years Yes, isn't it wonderful The way Clark Gable Never gets a day older? <laughs> Well, Gable may not be getting any older But believe me, I'm getting a little grayer Living with my friend, Irma
1: My friend, Irma, presented by Swan Another fine product of Lieber Brothers Company Was produced and directed by Cy Howard Tonight's script was written by Cy Howard and Park Levy My Friend Irma stars Marie Wilson as Irma and Kathy Lewis as Jane. The part of Professor Kropotkin was played by Hans Conried. Tune in next week one hour earlier and listen to the Lux Radio Theater, immediately followed by My Friend Irma. This is CBS, where 99 million people gather every week. The Columbia
4: Broadcasting System.
3: And that's my friend Irma from June seventh, nineteen forty-eight, with Coney Island, starring Marie Wilson, along with Kathy Lewis, Hans Conry, John Brown, and Gloria Gordon. Sponsored by Swan Soap. Do you use that soap, Swan Soap? Use, Do you use I, any soap? I don't soap? need soap. Really. No, she doesn't use I'm any soap. Just naturally clean. As heard on CBS. All right. When we come back from the break, it's lights out. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important
1: messages.
3: Hey fans of Classic Radio, Carl Amari here. I've created a free app just for you. Get 10 Classic Radio Shows free in the Classic Radio Shows app. Plus there are many more shows available for in-app purchase. You can get your free Classic Radio Shows app in the Google Play Store or the Apple Store. The easiest way to get your free app is to log on to hollywood360radio.com and scroll down to the Classic Radio Shows app banner and click either the Google link or the Apple link. Don't miss out. Get your free classic radio shows app today. Hi, this is Carl Amari. I've started the Classic Radio Club, where each month you'll receive 10 of the greatest shows of all time on 5 CDs in a collector case. Join now and receive your first 5-CD collection of 10 classic radio shows regularly priced at $39.95 for only $4.99. Each month I'll hand-select 10 more of the greatest classic radio shows of all time from my library of 100,000 shows and send them to you on 5 CDs. And I promise they'll be superior sound quality and you'll never receive a duplicate show. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com and we'll rush you your first five-CD collection with ten of the greatest classic radio shows of all time for only $4.99. Your first collection will feature Abbott & Costello, Sam Spade, Dimension X, Escape, Fibber McGee & Molly, Gunsmoke, Have Gun Will Travel, Inner Sanctum, Jack Benny, and Suspense. You're going to love the Classic Radio Club. Learn how to join at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Welcome back. I'm Carl Amari. This is Hollywood 360 across about 200 radio stations coast to coast. And it's time now for Lights Out. This was a horror series that was actually created by Willis Cooper. People think that Arch Obler created the series. Not true. He came uh, on board after Willis Cooper left the series. And uh, Arch Obler really made the series his own. And uh, Arch Obler took it over when it was a 30-minute show. When Willis Cooper had it, it was a quarter-hour midnight serial and um, it got to be so popular that they expanded it to 30 minutes. They brought in Arch Obler, and then they brought in a lot of stars. Boris Karloff, Peter Lorre, people like that appeared on some of the episodes of Lights Out. For a while, it was sponsored by ironized yeast tablets. I know you take that all the time. Those are important yeah, for your health. They are. They give you more iron in your body, right? You need that. Right. Right. Iron is good. Uh, I have enough iron to my muscles. Well that's feel because that. you eat meat. It feels See like I it. need it because I that's do. That's true, right? That's right. Um there was a one particular episode we're not airing it right now, but there was one particular episode called Murder Castle which was based on H H Holmes. Do you know who that is? H H Holmes? He was America's first serial killer and uh, Arch Obler wrote a story called Murder Castle we'll play that sometime soon but right now on this particular episode it's called Come to the Bank and it stars Jane Avello from November 17th 1942 here's part one of Lights Out
1: Ionized Yeast presents Lights Out everybody it,
0: it. LATER THAN YOU
1: THINK Lights Out brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal Dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown We tell you this frankly So if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays We urge you, calmly but sincerely To turn off your radio now Strobler, there's something I've been intending to ask you ever since the beginning of Lights Out series. What is the meaning of the phrase used each week? It is later than you think. Well, Frank, uh, no one knows who first said it, but for centuries, sundials have borne that phrase. It is later than you think. And the words are as true today as they've always been. The meaning? That the human lifespan is short and time is fleeting. And each of us have fewer moments than we think to live, learn, work, and... Perhaps mend our ways. That's very interesting, especially in these strenuous days. But tell us, what's the title of tonight's Lights Out play? As I predicted last week, come to the bank. It's not an order, but the story of a woman who, for strange reasons, soon apparent, is determined to get us to the bank. And now? Lights Out. Everybody. Everybody.
2: Please,
8: would you come to the bank with me? Please. I... I've asked so many people, but they won't listen to me. You, will you come to the bank with me? No, don't turn your head. Please don't go away. Listen, if I tell you very carefully why I want you to come to the bank with me, you will come, won't you? He's locked up in there. He can't get any air. No, don't get excited. I didn't say he was locked up in the vault. All they've got in their vault is money. I don't care about money. All I care about is him. I I didn't mean to tell you. All right, I did. You've got to come to the bank with me and help me. It's Fred Roth. He's in the bank and he can't get out. What are you laughing about? That's not so funny. I tell you he's in the bank and he can't get out. He's been in there for, I think it's three weeks. Blast you, stop laughing. Please listen to me. I'll tell you all about it from the start. I'm a school teacher. At the Madison High School, I teach physics. It's a rational science. Cause and effect. Cause and effect. Mr. Roth teaches in the same school. Psychology. The way of the human mind. But that's not an exact science, is it? The human mind is not exact at all. And that started it. That's what started it. Mr. Roth said to me...
2: Well, speaking quite frankly and candidly, Miss Moss, I don't think very much of your exact sciences.
8: Two and two always add up to four, Mr. Roth.
2: Not where the human mind is concerned.
8: I don't understand.
2: Well, it is my profound conviction that the potentialities of the human mind and body have never been realized by any human creature.
8: But there have been great men. Plato, Lincoln, so many scientists.
2: Yes, but only fractional greatness. Using perhaps one-tenth of the power latent within themselves. It's all a matter of concentration. Thomas Edison used perhaps one iota more concentration than the average man and became one of the great inventors of all times. I tell you, Miss Moss, if men would concentrate their minds to the limit, the universe would be theirs.
8: That's a very innocent start, isn't it? Just a teacher talking about the human mind. I thought nothing of it. Mr. Roth was such an intense young man. I... I liked his intensity.
2: Just think what could happen if a man could bring his mind to the proper point of concentration. He could move objects with his mind. Yes, why not? Think that a table should move, and it would move. Mr. <laughs> Ross. No. Think that he wanted to be a certain place, and he would be there. Men conceived this civilization just by a thought, and here it is. All is power of thought over matter. A man thinks a book before the book exists. He thinks a house, and only then the house can be. All is power of mind over matter.
3: That's part one of Lights Out. More after these words.
1: back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360.
3: Now let's get back to Lights Out.
8: I liked to watch his eyes while he talked. They were so bright and burning. And his mouth as he talked, the way it twisted. I couldn't help liking Mr. Roth, could I? We had dinner together once. Uh, will you have uh, coffee with your dinner, or later?
2: Uh, uh, what did you say?
8: The waiter wanted to know if you wanted coffee with your
2: dinner. Oh, no, no coffee. Oh, we miss you.
8: Very nice of you to have dinner with me, Mr. Ross.
2: Oh, on the contrary, I, I'm grateful to you. You're a, a very good listener. Thank you. I've done a great deal of work in the week since I last talked to you.
8: Have you? Please tell me.
2: Well, it isn't exactly work. It's, it's more of a decision. Yes? Yes, I, I've come to the decision to stop theorizing. Yes, I've decided to put what I believe into practice. I don't know what you mean. No, it's quite simple. The powers of concentration. I've decided uh, to put no, into practice... The uh, fruit juice is for the lady. Huh? Oh, yes, yes, for the lady. Uh, uh, concentration, Miss Moss. I've decided to put into practice my theory of concentration. I don't want to anticipate, but... I expect wonderful results, Miss Moss. I might even say unbelievable results.
8: Unbelievable results. Oh, must I tell you more? Please, come with me to the bank. All right, all right, I'll tell you the rest. The day after he talked to me in the restaurant, Mr. Roth didn't come to school. I know that because at lunchtime he wasn't in his usual place in the cafeteria. And when I asked, they told me that he suddenly had taken leave of absence. And that an extra teacher was taking over his classes. I was very disappointed. A week went by, two weeks. I decided to go see him. I took a few days off from my work. I found out his home number. Friday morning, I bought a new dress, very becoming one. Then I went to visit Mr. Roth. I was certainly wouldn't be angry with me. It was perfectly proper that I call on him as a friend.
4: Yes, yes, Mr. Roth is at home. Uh, he had it for the two back rooms. He has not been out of there for a week. Won't even let me go in to clean up. He go right ahead. Head to the staircase and to the right. Mr. Rose, are you in there? It's Miss Moore. Could I speak
6: to you for a moment?
8: Standing there knocking, I suddenly realized that the door was ajar. Was he. But he didn't answer, and yet the landlord had said he was at home. I pushed the door open farther. And glance through the opening. (laughs)
0: Mr. Roth!
8: Mr. Roth! Dad! Oh, no, I.
0: No, no, I'm i alive.
8: Oh, I I thought. Oh, Mr. Roth, your face, the way you look, what. No.
2: Water. Glam? Yes, yes.
8: Yes. Yes. Here. Oh, you you are sick.
2: Not sick. Water. Here,
8: Here, drink it. I'll hold it. Doctor, I'll call a doctor. No, no, wait.
2: But you're ill. Listen to me. Yes, yes. I'm I'm, I'm not sick. Well, then what? I told you.
8: Well, I I don't know. I...
2: I... I've been sitting here for a week. Sitting for a week? Concentration. Practicing concentration. Concentration. The experiment was most successful... Yeah, most successful. I've proven that I can do what some of the Orientals profess to do. Slow down through concerted willpower, the essential life processes. A week without food and water. Is that not a triumph, Miss Moss?
8: Well, I i don't know. Mr. Roth, why do you do these things?
2: Ah. Well, I'll try to explain it to you simply. The human thoughts are like the rays of the sun, spreading in all directions. By the use of a lens, the rays of the sun can be focused on one point. And instead of warmth, there there is a focal point of intense light that can burn its way through all obstacles. And so it is with human thoughts. If, through concentration, a man could focus them on one point, he would be a god among men. I tell you, Miss Morris, that that I am confident that I, through training, can become that one man in a million. Even even as muscles can be trained, so I am training my mind. And the day when my training is complete, I will be able to do everything. Anything I desire. You hear me? Anything. Anything. Anything.
8: When he said that, thin and weak and tired as he was, his eyes looked at me I was afraid. For him. I made up my mind right then. The first thing was to get him out of that room. He ate, rested,
2: and then went out with me. I don't see why I let you talk me into this, Miss Moss. <laughs> I have so much work to do.
8: The walk will do you good.
2: But where are we going?
8: Well, first I want you to come to the bank with me. Beg your pardon? Well, you see, I, I've i been thinking of taking a little vacation, and I need some money going to withdraw
2: some. Oh, oh I see.
8: I, I too want to get off someplace where I can concentrate.
2: Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Yes, most important. Yes.
8: Uh, Have you thought about going out to the country?
2: These buildings, Miss Moss. Look at them. Steel and concrete. So firm and so solid. So enduring. You know something, Miss Moss?
8: Walking so fast,
2: I... Once upon a time, they were only an idea in man's mind. Perhaps even now they have no solidity, but are, are just ideas hanging in air through which a man with single-mindedness of purpose, could walk as easily as if he were walking through air. Do you understand me, Miss Moss? Well,
8: I'm not sure. The country would be a wonderful place to work. Now, wouldn't it, Mr. Ross? We went into the bank. He kept talking about the powers of concentration. I hardly listened to him. All I could think about was that somehow I had to get him into a new environment foyer of the building where the bank was. We went in. People. Elevators. Suddenly, Mr. Roth stopped. He stared at the wall. I said... Mr. Roth! Mr. Roth! What are you looking at?
2: This. This is the time.
8: Time? Time for what?
2: I told you. When my subconscious reached the proper point of incubation, I would know that my powers had reached the point where... I could do anything. Mr. Roth, Anything. Please, I let's you. go. But well, this is the time. Now. I must make use of that power now. No,
7: please. What are you going to do? That
2: marble wall. Straight ahead. I say I can walk through it. No, please. Stop joking. I will. I will. I will walk through.
0: No. Mr. Roth, come back. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Roth. Mr. Roth. The wall. Not. Don't. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Mr. Roth. Mr. Roth, he walked through the wall You hear me, he walked through the wall
8: You sit there smug and self-certain, don't you? It couldn't have happened But listen, you pinhead mind, I tell you it did I saw it with my own eyes Mr. Roth walked right toward that marble wall And he went into it, and then he was gone Do you hear me? Gone I mustn't call you names make you angry, must I? Because you must come to the bank with me. Yes, yes I'll tell you more of just what happened on that day.
0: Oh, I, I never heard
1: of
4: such a... Now, look, lady, take it easy. Get out of
7: my way. The wall, he walked through that wall. I tell you, he walked through
0: that wall. For please, He said he did do it, and he out, did lady. do it. He walked through that wall. Lady, I tell you, he walked through
4: don't that wall. do a
0: disturbance. Let go of me. Don't hold me back. I've got to get What's to him. Going on Mr.
4: What I this, gotta get this, to Mr. Ross. Well, uh, this lady all at once yes, she
0: screamed to and now she's.
7: Don't let go of me, Mr. Ross. He
8: concentrated his mind. He said he'd walk through that wall and he did. What? Yes, that's he it, did. Don't let go of me.
0: That wall, Mr. Ross, went through that wall. I can't. I'm going to get to him. Mr. Cried. Ross I've got stop to get. making there. that noise. I, stop I, it!
4: I, that wall is solid, solid concrete faced with marble. You'd better go home and stop disturbing the peace. her to the
0: door,
8: Riggins. So they put me out. I stood in the street. I didn't know what to do. And then I knew. I would wait there until Mr. Rock came back. And he would come back. He'd gone through the war, and he must have come out on the other side. And now he would walk around the building and come back and meet me there. So I waited.
2: Good night, George. See you in the morning.
8: I waited. A long time.
2: Are you waiting for something, lady? The bank's closed, you know. I've seen you standing here ever since I got on my beat, so I thought I'd talk to you.
8: A long time. It began to rain. I stood there in the rain. Mr. Ross. And then a terrible thought. What is he? I went to the door of the bank building. It was locked. Let me in. Please, let me in. Listen to me. Just got to let me in, Mr. Ross. I've got to get to Mr. Ross. Hey, lady. What,
1: what? Don't you know the basement oh, I, closed I for care. hours? I don't
7: care. I've got to get in. I've got
8: to. I've oh, got to get
1: in. Take it easy, you. Hey, aren't you the one that's been standing out let here? Let go of me. Mr. Ross is in there. Now, lady. I
0: will get in. Hey, the door. Let's go on me. Mr. Roth, I've got That's to get in, like I will this. get in. I'll kick this door. I will get in. Kicking the door in. Yes, Are I
8: you will. come along Let's with me? let go me. I didn't get in to see Mr. Roth that night. No.
4: Order in the court. Order in the court. Prisoner will be held for further examination. Next case.
8: I tried to tell them, Mr. Roth, but no one would listen to me. All night, and the next terrible day, no one would listen.
4: Now
1: tell me, do you have dreams, Miss Mark. Asking me questions over and over. Do you think that people dislike you? Over and over. Have you often seen Mister Roth or other people disappear? Over and over.
4: When did over you first begin over. to have these
1: uh, hallucinations?
8: But when I tried to tell him about Mister Roth, he started to, start to say terrible things, things to me.
1: Himself. The fact of the matter is, Mister Roth has disappeared. It is the opinion of the police that he decamped with this woman's money. Yes,
8: took her money and ran off.
0: Yes,
1: took her money and ran off.
8: I didn't care what they said. I had to get to the bank. You know why? Mr. Roth had started for the war and I had seen him go through it and he hadn't come around to meet me. So there was only one answer. He was still in the war. And while Mr. Roth was in the war, they were keeping me in this hospital.
2: I had to get out. How are you resting now, Miss Moss? Miss Moss, where... Window. Nurse,
4: the woman in this room. She's gone. Out of the window. Nurse, nurse, Miss Moss is
8: gone. Got away in the street. Still raining. I ran along the dark streets until I was at the bank. Closed. There was a dark doorway, another building. I hid in the dark and waited all through the night until morning. Until they opened the doors of the bank. I went into the bank. I walked toward the wall. That wall. I wanted to run to it, but I I walked. And I was there. The very wall he'd gone into. Mr. Roth, Mr. Roth, are you in there? It's it's Miss Moss. Ada Moss. Mr. Roth, please, if you're in there, answer me. They'll see me standing here by the wall talking, and they won't let me stand here. Mr. Ross, please. I, I've got my ear close to the wall. If you're in there, answer me.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I can hear you.
8: You are on the wall. I was right. You did walk into the wall and stay there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. But what are you saying? I I can't understand you. Please, Mr. Ross, speak so I can understand you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, yes, I understand. I will get you out of there.
7: Help! Help, there's a man in the wall. Help me get him out. Mr. Roth, you here, I'll get you help. Hurry, people. Bring axes
0: and picks. There's a man in the wall. Mr. Roth's in the wall.
8: They put me back in the hospital. They didn't believe me. They didn't help Mr. Roth. I was very sick. I don't know how many days I was in the hospital. Then I was all right. They let me out.
1: And this is your last warning, Miss Moss. You are to stay away from the bank. You are to behave yourself as a good, intelligent citizen you normally are. Your last warning, Miss Moss.
8: And all the time Mr. Roth was in that war, waiting for me to help him. And there was a so little time left. A man such as Mr. Roth, powers of concentration. He could and did perform a miracle walking through a wall. But even considering his strength and breath and the way he said, slowing down the vital life processes, how long do you think he could live entombed in that wall? I had to get to him. When I walked by the bank hiding in the crowd so they, they wouldn't see me, I saw that there was a policeman there. They put a policeman there just to keep me out. I had to figure out some way to get in there. Tell Mr. Roth to keep alive that I was working to help him. I had to figure out a way. There's a store across the street. A store selling paint. That was the answer.
2: Something for cleaning? Uh, of course, madam. Uh, how much do you think you'll need? Oh, I suggest a pint. Hey, we have it here in bulk. Open it? Sure, sure. Hey, see, it's standard cleaning fluid. At, uh, 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 lady, no, no, that match. Look out, don't, don't, it's inflammable. Don't, help, fire. Grab that woman. She said fire to the store, Fire.
8: In a few moments, everyone was so busy that I was quite free to go into the bank. In a few seconds, my ear was against the wall. Mr. Roth, Mr. Roth, I, I'm back, I'm back. They, they tried to keep me away from me, but I'm back. Mr. Roth, can can you hear me? Alive. Yes, still alive. Oh, Mr. Roth, what should I do? What? Yes, I will, I will They won't stop me this time Something, get something and tear on the wall Fire axe, off the wall Mr. Wolf, look, look, if you could see I got a fire axe, could they help you Could they help you Will you get out? We'll get you out Yes, they will get you out The marble's cracking, Mr. Wolf I will get to you Get me out to you No one will stop me now
0: Lady,
8: they don't
0: want to help you, help you but do I'm helping it. you. Give me that axe. Oh, no, you won't stop me. i will got to help Mr. Roth. Give me that axe. I'll give it to you. Oh, oh. Yes, Lady, I told you, how to oh, I told you I told you how to stop you. I you to Kill me. the policeman. No, no, I'll no. kill you. I'll no.
8: kill you. I'll kill you that to me. I'll kill you. Stand back. Stand back. stop I'm going Mr. back. I'm locked up now. They locked me up you have been my first visitor in weeks. Weeks. Do you know what that means? All these days he's been in that war, holding himself alive with all his will. But sooner or later, if he thinks I'm not going to help him, he'll give up hope. And he'll lose his will to live. And suddenly he'll die. Do you hear me? He'll die. Please, please make them let me go and come and help me save Mr. Roth. If you don't help me, it will always be on your conscience, won't it? At night when you're alone and you can't sleep, you'll open your eyes and you'll see Mr. Roth entombed in that wall. But it won't be Mr. Roth anymore. Just the bones of a man. Bones and dead, decaying flesh and worms. And the skull will talk to you and ask you, why didn't you help me? So I ask you again, please, please, won't you come to the bank?
1: Mr. Obler, a a man living in a bank wall. Well, don't let that prevent you from going to the bank and buying a few war bonds. Oh, seriously, do you really believe a human being could possibly accomplish such a feat and then keep himself alive by sheer willpower? Well, Frank, certain Hindu cults have been able to obtain unbelievable results in the suspension of the ordinary human bodily functions by fasting and complete immobility. In plain talk, they don't eat, they don't sleep, they sit still... And their pulses drop to the point of what is normally fatal. And yet they live. The human mind, Martin, is a deep, dark power whose potentialities only the future will bring to complete fulfillment. Lights Out will come to you again next Tuesday at the same time. Be sure to listen to Arch Obler's amazing story of Chicken Heart. And and if you need more vitamin B and iron, be sure to try Ironized Yeast. The one and only Ironized Yeast. With the big letters IY on the package and
0: on each tablet. It is lighter
2: than you think. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.
3: And that's Lights Out, from November 17, 1942, with Come to the Bank, starring Jay Novello. Also in that cast, Virginia Gregg and Byron Kane. That was sponsored by Ironized Yeast, as heard on CBS. Hope you enjoyed that. Stick around. More of Hollywood 360 after these words. More Hollywood
1: 360 after these important messages.
3: Hi, this is Carl Amari. I've started the Classic Radio Club, where each month you'll receive ten of the greatest shows of all time on five CDs in a collector case. Join now and receive your first five-CD collection of ten classic radio shows regularly priced at $39.95 for only $4.99. Each month I'll hand-select ten more of the greatest classic radio shows of all time from my library of 100,000 shows and send them to you on five CDs. And I promise there'll be superior sound quality and you'll never receive a duplicate show. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com and we'll rush you your first 5-CD collection with 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time for only $4.99. Your first collection will feature Abbott & Costello, Sam Spade, Dimension X, Escape, Fibber McGee & Molly, Gunsmoke, Half-Gun Will Travel, Inner Sanctum, Jack Benny, and Suspense. You're going to love the Classic Radio Club. Learn how to join at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Well, next time, it's Hop Along, Cassidy, starring William Boyd. Then it's part one of The Hardy Family, starring Mickey Rooney. That's next time here on Hollywood 360. We'll see you then.